essentially branding in thought of in that larger landscape is what sets the efficiency for your marketing. So a lot of times where people think they're not, their marketing isn't performing, it's actually a branding problem. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. If you've been listening this year, you know that we hit over 1,600 episodes at the beginning of this year. We're doing something a little bit different where we're repurposing our favorite episodes around certain categories, topics, or as I like to call them, the business pillars that we think are going to be extremely impactful for CEOs, entrepreneurs, business owners, and what I like to call CB Nation architects who are looking to level up their organizations. And this month, we are focused on the visibility game, aka marketing, advertising, PR, and sales. I often say the name of the game is being found, and these tools will help you to do that. We have heard the philosophical question, if the tree falls in the forest and no one is around, does it make a sound? If there's a really, really great product or service and no one knows about it, how great is it really? What impact does it ultimately make? This is where we will go into this month. Looking at visibility, branding, marketing, public relations, sales, being the lifeblood of businesses, building media companies, and so much more. This is probably one of the most exciting and probably the most excruciating topics, but we hope this month to demystify or maybe even vanquish the fear and help and arm you with the tools to be able to increase your visibility. So buckle up and sit back and enjoy this special episode of the I Am CEO podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Robin Young of RobinYoung.co, and that's Robin with a Y. Robin, it's awesome to have you on the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. No problem. Super excited to have you on. And what I wanted to do was just read a little bit more about Robin so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Robin Young is a brand specialist for startups and small businesses with a vision to make branding and marketing more effective, efficient, and lean. Through her namesake agency, Robin hand selects her creative team from a pipeline of freelancers and creates a customized approach to brand development. Her intention with each brand is to create a sustainable relationship between brand and customer by meticulously curating every touch point and testing at each phase of development. Armed with a full-service team of graphic designers, copywriters, photographers, videographers, event designers, illustrators, and the like, her team can expand and contract depending on the needs of each and every client. Robin, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yeah, I sure am. <laughs> awesome. Let's do it. So to kick everything off, I wanted to hear a little bit more about what I call your CEO story and what led you to get started with your business. Sure. Oh, it's a long story. So I'm going to keep you, I'm going to try and keep it kind of reader's digest version here. <laughs> so I've been working in branding and marketing for the better part of 20 years. So I'm not, I don't look that good for my age. I just started <laughs> when I was 15. So I started out working for this uh, market research company called Gallup and Robinson. And um, at the time it wasn't like a career move. I just, it was a great way for me to make a little side cash while I was going to school. So I was one of those interviewers, this is back in the nineties, before we had, before internet was really taken off. I was one of those interviewers that would stand outside of the Nike store, Target or whatever. And I would ask questions about the in-store experience and essentially the brand. So I learned and got a really good foundational understanding of what does a customer, what resonates with the customer? Why are they appeal to one brand and not the other? Why do they appeal to a certain visual language or even a, a, a story or tagline more than another? So I, I took that. I had a, a fine arts background. I studied visual arts at UCSD. Um, and then from there, I had mostly creative positions in every facet of 
of branding and marketing you could possibly imagine. So everything from working on set, creative direction and styling, putting the story together through imagery, to brand managing for influencers. So I worked with Tracy Ellis Reyes and, and Harry Shum Jr. from Glee. Also worked a bit on Lauren Conrad's channel. So I, I understood how to brand even like, and, and how to build like personal brands through content and through partnerships and whatnot. And then I worked on the client side. I worked for UCLA in their branding marketing department. So now we're talking about a hundred year old company who's got a very great reputation. And that was right. more like, how do we bring this into the 21st century? Exactly. How do we appeal yeah. to these newer, these newer students coming in? Like, how do we speak their language? How do we make this feel like it's still cool and relevant? Cause as much as UCLA doesn't really have a problem bringing in students, it's, you know, they're all vying for these positions, but how do we keep the university feeling cool, relevant, optimistic? Optimism is deep into their story. And then I capped my professional experience off at General Assembly, which is a tech school. They actually have campuses worldwide. And for them, I was overseeing their digital marketing, user experience design, and product management courses in the Los Angeles area. And, and that's really where I learned about tech and the this lean startup methodology and just how are, how are people that, have, that are in a very saturated market, how do they stand out? How do they create a really lean product and test it and make sure it's viable before they enter this market? and potentially lose money if they're wrong. So that was the last piece I feel that I needed before I recognized the, the space within the market to take that same methodology and apply it to branding. So we target our bread and butter customers are small businesses and startups. So we've virtually created a, a service that specifically speaks to them and create and has additional value that a bigger agency doesn't, right? Because they're working with bigger brands. It's a completely different landscape. They, they have bigger budgets. They have more opportunity to make, you know, mistakes and you know be wrong about things like a startup a small business doesn't really have the the luxury of spending a ton of money on their marketing and being wrong about it right that can mean the the, the death of their business right? right so the idea was how can i take this and apply it to branding and so that's what i did i now had this business for three years and we've worked with almost 50 brands at that time Nice. I definitely uh, appreciate that. And definitely from hearing your story here, like I, I hear sometimes uh, startups or smaller businesses say, I don't have a brand or brand's not important, but hearing your background and how you worked with brands on so many different aspects, whether it be like a large university or influencers and everybody in between and all around, it seems like everybody has that brand that they can develop and speak to their clients through that. Yes. I think the really important part is to explain what a brand actually is. Mm -hmm. so for, for people who have not grown up in, in the marketing and branding world, there's still this perception that your brand is a logo, right? Mm -hmm. And that is a low hanging fruit. It's like a smaller piece of the pie. Like your, your name, your logo, that's like saying, oh, this, like all that there is to this person is their name. Right? Right, right. It's, it's not, it's, that's not your brand. That's part of your brand. It's a representation of your brand, but your brand is everything. It's what you say in a sales call. It's who you're marketing to. It's, you know, how you explain what you do, how, how you explain the value, knowing your value, knowing the vision, how you treat your customers, how you manage internal culture, the look and feel, the vibe you put out, how you're differentiating yourself, what kind of content you put out. All of that is branding. Right? So essentially branding in thought of in that larger landscape is what sets the efficiency for your marketing. So a lot of times where people think they're not, their marketing isn't performing, it's actually a branding problem. They, they haven't been, they haven't done a strong enough, a good enough job differentiating or getting very clear as to what their value prop is or who their audience is. And, and they're getting lost in the white noise. So it's never been more important than it is right now to have a really strong brand, regardless of what you're selling. 
That makes perfect sense. <laughs> a lot of that kind of speaks to what's happening, although it's in a different way, when somebody maybe sees something that represents your company and what you were doing or not doing. So a lot of times they'll make that split second decision based off of certain things that they see or your brandy folks or certain messaging that you have, but definitely correct me if I'm wrong, or if I'm wrong about that. It's right, but that's like saying, so it's not that those tangible pieces aren't important, right. but they're led by the intangible. Right. So if you think about so what I work on, on to a large degree or where we start with clients is mm -hmm. brand strategy. And that's the understanding what, you know, who your audience is, getting very clear on who that person is. So that, this is another problem that I see a lot of startups make is that they're trying to pander. They think that they're going to make themselves more, more applicable okay. to yeah. more people by trying to market to too wide of an audience. Yeah. yeah, casting too wide of a net is never going to serve you, especially at this place in your entrepreneurial journey. You need to find your niche, pick a lane, and then answer the problem, the questions, the really tailor yourself to that audience first, that market first. And then you can start thinking about, okay, now how can I make myself, how can I look a little bit to the left or a little bit to the right? You got to start with this audience. So in answer to your question, it's not that those things aren't important, but they should be led by strategy. Think of it as, think of strategy as like a primer, right? You may not see it. It may not feel tangible when it goes on, but by the time you put the paint on, you can tell when it's not there. Right? <laughs> right. All of a sudden, the paint looks really uneven. It's a little all over the place. You can tell the quality is not good. That's what strategy is. Strategy is the primer. It makes everything smooth, clear, rounds out those edges, makes everything really consistent before you start getting to the tangible stuff. And the tangible stuff is like your logo, your visual identity, the content, all the sexy stuff that we like right. doing. It's important. It's part of your brand, but it's a sliver of the brand. It's not the whole pie. Yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. And I'm glad you, you broke that down because a lot of times, like the, the sexy stuff, as you talked about, might be a Facebook ad and somebody sees a Facebook ad and they see your company and they're like, I didn't even know you did that because there's some type of misalignment with what you're, that primer that you didn't put in place or maybe it wasn't put in place correctly. So I, I appreciate you for uh, breaking that down. So I wanted to hear, I know you touched a little bit upon like how you're working with clients. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? And I wanted to hear also about what I call your secret sauce and what you feel sets you and your organization apart. Yeah, yeah. So our process, part of our process is our secret sauce. Mm -hmm. So the way that we go about branding is we work with clients in over the course of a six month period. So we're never just taking a piece of the pie. Like we work on a full 360 brand because designing a logo, once again, is not designing a brand, right? That's one piece of the pie. So we don't even do that. We don't even offer it. When we work with clients, it's on the full brand development. That means copy, messaging, strategy, uh, a visual identity, photography, a website, packaging. Packaging, obviously this changes depending on what the product is. And we're industry agnostic. So we work with we work with lots of CPG, lots of health, wellness, fashion, some CBD companies, a lot of service-based companies. Like I don't it's whatever it is your product is, that's not the problem. We know how to do the research needed to to create a strong positioning and brand. But the, the value prop is that because we know how to work with startups and small businesses, we know their their specific problems, their specific needs. And that's how we've positioned ourselves. And the value that we bring is that we tackle brand development in a really lean and efficient way. So this is where my part of the story kind of comes back, comes back in because I came from that tech world. I understand the concept of agile and lean methodology. And I took that and applied it to branding. So now we tackle branding in phases and in each phase, we'll create some kind of lo-fi testable piece and we'll actually test the brand with your key customer group to make sure that it's resonating. So it's an extra little element that we do that I've never seen another agency do, and you're certainly not going to find at one of these bigger agencies. So that's our, it's both our process and how we like to work with people as well as part of our secret sauce. 
Nice. I, I definitely appreciate that. And I appreciate how everything comes back to that, that methodology that you were introduced to. And then you brought it to the branding world, because I think somebody might be listening to this and, oh, I have to change my, my logo. I have to learn what I want to do. Then I have to talk about my logo, my pictures, my content and all that stuff it can be very overwhelming. But I definitely appreciate how you talked about it's broken down according to phases so that for one, it's not overwhelming, but for two, it's also tried, tested and true as you continue on to each phase, it sounds like. I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an Apple book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Yeah. So because I'm something of a team of one, so I grew my own business really lean, meaning that all of those creative team that I work with are freelance. So they sign on to a project and they're there for the length of the project, but, but I'm running a lot of the day-to-day on the business side. So time management is one of the biggest things for me. Absolutely. So now I wanted to ask you for what I call a nugget. So this is a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. So if you can hop into a time machine, what would you tell your younger business self? You know, I've put a lot of emphasis and work and investment myself into mindset. And I'll be honest that I was really skeptical at the beginning of with how important and how much I should value my mindset and knowing my value and working regularly on gratitude. Exactly. Yeah, it, it makes sense. So that brings me to my next question, which is the my favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Robin, what does being a CEO mean to you? What does it mean to me? I think a large part of my own story and some of the some of the kernels that I'm using for this upcoming podcast are the shifts that you have to make from being an employee to an entrepreneur. And I think a lot of times we, 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 we're pie in the sky about it. And don't get me wrong, there's a lot of great aspects about being at the, the freedom financially and your time, where I can go, where I can be working. Like nobody tells me what to do. On the flip side of things, nobody tells me what to do. I'm accountable for I don't necessarily always know the right answer. So a lot of times it's trial and error and it's, and it's prioritization and it's, and it's learning and evolving and, and being really agile and keeping things afloat and knowing when to take time off and when to, to really prioritize your mental health and whatnot. So I think to me, CEOs are, are innovators. They're optimists. They're people who see something and think, I can do this better. I know that I can. I think I'm also somebody who's a champion about using business for good and, you know, recognizing an an audience and constantly asking yourself, how can I better serve this audience? I'm never not innovating. I'm not, you know, I'm never not thinking about how can I take this to that next level? How can I create a better service, a better experience, a better product for this audience? And I think that's something you have to do as a CEO. So, (laughs) <laughs> I like that. And I, I definitely appreciate that perspective. And especially you touched on it before too, just having a, a really strong why for why you're doing everything. And I think a lot of times things will fall into alignment. So I, I definitely appreciate that perspective. And I appreciate your time even more, Robin. What I wanted to do was pass you to the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you want to let our readers and listeners know. And then of course, how best they can get a hold of you, find out about all the awesome things you're doing and find out about your podcast that you're launching and all those great things. Yeah, absolutely. So probably one of the best ways to keep in touch with me is um, through Instagram. I'm pretty active. I post almost every day and I do a lot more on the personal side. So I I really speak to the behind the scenes of what running my company looks like and and also doing this while trying to be a mom. And so there's a lot of my like personal side of the story. So I'm at robinyoung.co on Instagram. And then also I have a brand planning worksheet and a series of resources that I can give to folks through my email newsletter. And I have a really easy way to enter that. So you're just going to text 
to the number 345-345. You'll text Robin Young, and it's all one word, and it's Robin with a Y. And then you'll get a text back asking for your email address. Just put your email address in, and then you'll be added to my email funnel. And through that, you'll receive both brand planning worksheet as well as some resources that will help you to build a stronger brand positioning. So it'll go through how to position your mission statement, you know, how to create an audience profile, things like that. Awesome. Thank you so much again, Robin. We will make sure to have the links and that information in the show notes so that everybody can follow you on Instagram and of course, sign up for all the awesome brand information you're providing. But again, I appreciate you, appreciate your time, and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.